This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated for mature audiences and may contain adult language, adult situations, and frank safety discussions. The names and certain details have been changed to protect the safe and the unsafe. But believe me, every item in here is true. Well, today we're going to have somewhat of a different episode. Uh, we're calling it Fired for Doing Your Job. This is one of those things that a lot of safety officers have to deal with, a lot of safety professionals, especially in the construction industry, sometimes in general industry, but this happens. Fired for doing your job today on Safety Wars. Now, 15 years ago, I was contracted for a project where someone fell from an extreme height and ended up dying. This happened on a Saturday, and I reported to the site on the Wednesday after the accident. This was for a company that most people have heard of in the New York and New Jersey area if you're in construction. I worked there for the next six months without any incidents until the end of the project. The next project, I met the safety person that was on that project before I was there. This is where the story gets interesting. I asked him, what happened on that job where the guy fell? I'll call this guy Charlie, who I'm talking to. I said, Charlie, you're a great safety guy, and this company has a stellar safety record up to this point. What exactly happened? He told me about the proceeding six months before the accident and what led up to it. He was on the top of his game. He was doing his job, this guy Charlie, enforcing fall protection requirements, policies, writing policies, you name it, he was doing it. As a matter of fact, most of this project was on video, so it's not like he was letting people getting away with things or was a security camera on site. So what went wrong for him? We know what went wrong for the worker. He fell and died. Well, what happened going up to this incident? The workers and management on site were complaining because Charlie was doing his job, number one, and number two, it took too long to hook up the fall protection and use it. And number three, it was summer and it was hot and no one wanted to be in the middle of the summer in New Jersey because it was a pain in the ass for on this stuff. They dismissed him from at least his point of view and for what he had said because he was a royal quote-unquote pain in the ass. The consultant he was working for blamed him for getting thrown off the job and they gave him the bad jobs for a while. They basically made his life hell. The employer was out of huge amounts of money because he was thrown off the project. He got the blame for it. About six weeks after Charlie left, there was a guy, the victim, his name is Tommy, was being bullied for wearing fall protection by his peers because he was weak. He died pretty much instantly from a 90-foot fall to the ground. So this is what happens. They shut down the job for three days, sent everybody out to fall protection training. I got hired and implemented a whole ton of new rules and policies. But they were basically new to them, but they're exactly what Charlie was doing. There were legal actions, government actions, and a whole bunch of other things going on like you have with this. I get to the job on that Wednesday. The entire workforce saw this guy, Tommy, fall from the work area. We're talking roughly about 100 people. They didn't see him actually fall. They saw him, uh, you know, the aftermath of this. He was well-liked and well-respected, but he was bullied. So what ended up happening with all these people? The client, the main client that I was working for, their management went from fall protection is optional, and if you die, it's your time to die. 
right? That's how th people think. Two, zero tolerance. So here's the question for everybody. I'll give you a second here. How many people do you think were thrown off the job in the first three hours of this new zero tolerance regime? 10, 20, did you guess 25? You're gonna have to go up a little bit more. Try 37. 37 people saw this guy fall and were still refusing to wear fall protection. So here's the question. Where's the original problem? Was it Charlie doing his job? Was it the victim? Some people would say it was the victim, right? Some people say, well, it was Charlie because he was antagonizing everybody. He couldn't get along and all the stuff that goes along with that. But let's talk about something else. Was it the company and the management structure not backing Charlie up? That's where I think the issue here was. This is partly why we are here fighting the safety war and why the safety war starts here and now. It's because you have management systems that often don't back us up. We have site managers and supervisors that are putting safety in the backseat. Now, even today, we're 15 years on, it's gotten better, but still, I work with companies sometimes that put everything, hey, safety is the fourth thing on the, on the list. Best at best. Right, these types of stories, we all have them. They're too frequent and have severe consequences. So the question that I'm gonna leave you with, right? Not a solution, I don't give solutions because I don't. you're the expert at where, what you're doing. This is not a solution, but something we're gonna have to be facing in the near future, right? If we, we haven't already. What do we do when an employer takes it out on us, a client or anything else? Do we back down to this? Do you get HR involved? Do you get an attorney for wrongful termination? One thing you have to do is get this type of stuff documented. And that's where most of this stuff is lacking, right? And our response to this. It comes down to leadership. This is why we preach it here on Safety Wars. If you listen to the Jay Allen show this past week, I was on it. That's what we talked about was leadership. Perhaps if we can be better leaders, we can overcome some of the acrimony. We can become better safety professionals. So what was the resolution? Later on, Charlie was subpoenaed in court. Did not go well for the client, right? It's still, it's going worse with the family 15 years on. The case did not go well for anybody involved in this. It really was a horrible situation. Uh, wasn't going to go good for that client. Uh, if it was in another jurisdiction and not New Jersey, some people would have likely ended up in jail that were the competent persons. So, some things to consider. Remember, when we lose a battle in the safety war, there are human costs. Learn to be a leader. Learn to be a person of influence so you can better influence the work crew. For Safety Wars, this is Jim Polzel. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.